0: This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station.
1: It is just coming up to 5.08. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila and Sharad. First up today, is the state election actually a referendum on the federal government? Because PN is certainly arguing that that's the case. So... Yesterday, Parikata National Chairman Tansri Muhyiddin Yasin said that while the election outcomes in the six states are not going to change federal government, victory for PN is important because it would send a clear message of disapproval towards parties in government currently.
2: Yeah, it's a, it's a powerful argument uh, and often has, you know, double two sides to it because there are people who are saying that they're going to vote uh, in order to keep the federal government in power too. So uh, this is an argument that goes both ways. There are some constitutional issues around this. There's a lot of confusion about what it actually means uh, from a constitutional point of view. At the end of the day, the federal government depends on that assembly of 220 individuals, not the state assemblies. But um, but that
1: exactly... that conversation is shaping many things on the ground. Now, I've said this before um, in the run-up to the state elections that I'm not voting in a state election. Um, I never have to because I live in KL. Um, But I find this actually quite an interesting way to make your voice heard because um, almost using your state vote or your Adun vote and so on um, as a way to say, well, I'm not happy with this current unity government. I'm not happy with perhaps the PM. I'm not happy with the coalition. Um, It's interesting to me because it feels almost like um, thinking of issues that extend beyond just local issues.
2: Yeah, it also could be that I don't like what the opposition is giving me as yes. an option. I, you know, uh, I, I want uh, a government that expresses, at least on the surface, a commitment to diversity and a multiculturalism, multi-ethnic uh, unity. So there can be many ways that we can, we can, you know, skin this cat. But I do think that uh, what does go missing is why it is that people vote for their state governments and Mm. what is it that state governments can do uh, in order to make life better because it's not just a state government that you're voting for, you're voting for the local councillors who get nominated by the state government. So whoever you put in place at the state level is now going to determine who's going to be your local councillors.
1: So Shrad, you're kind of giving away what's going to be our inside story a little bit later on. We are in fact going to unpack um, what the state government actually does but I did want to ask you because You've been doing a little bit of um, moving around the country, speaking to people from different parts. Do you find that they are choosing their state vote based on who's in federal government? Is that something people are taking into account?
2: I think there's, that, that's part of the story. It's not the whole story because there are a lot of local issues. Uh, I was just in this, in Kadah, uh, a couple of days ago. Uh, in fact, I came back this morning, uh, and uh, that there it's animated by a whole range of local issues. But there are also people, when asked uh, if they they feel that their vote at the state level is going to impact what's happening at the federal level. They will say yes, resoundingly, uh, because in many ways we see all these things as connected. The parties are the same. The personalities, mm. you know, kind of bleed one into another. Of course, um, someone like Mohamed Sanusi from Kadat Kadat or Caretaker MB at the moment, he's not a national level leader, but uh, he's actually achieved national prominence. And so there is this
1: blurring of, of lines. So we are going to be joined um, in a little bit by Shazwan Mustafa Kamal, associate director at Vriens and Partners, to talk about exactly this. Is the um, outcome of the state election a sign of what people want uh, in federal government? Let us know as well. Do you see your vote as a sign of approval or disapproval for Anwar's government? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred, send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899, Tweet us at BFM Radio.
3: Be Firmly Motivated. BFM 89.9
1: it's 512. You're listening to the evening edition with Sharmila and Sharad. We're talking about whether the state elections are, in fact, a referendum on the federal government. And so we're asking you do you see your vote as a sign of approval or disapproval for Anwar's government? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred. send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018 789 8899, tweet us at BFM Radio. Joining us now, Shazwan Mustafa. Shazwan Mustafa Kamal from. Uh, Vriens and partners. Shazwan, good to have you with us.
0: Hello, good evening.
1: Um, So, several PN leaders have said that they're considering the state elections to be uh, a sign of uh, approval or disapproval of the unity government. Why would they choose to take this frame?
0: Uh, I think it's it's, um, uh, perhaps strategic on their part um, for them to formulate this sort of narrative because um, it then, you know, Solidifies defies um, perceptions and I think um you know and I think uh, of, of um, the stability of this current government right um I, I personally believe yes it is a it is a referendum on Anwar's government because it's the first time voters get to vote um, with the understanding that you know you have a pH amno coalition a unity government what has what has to be the response been so far because previously if you recall the last elections, I mean, uh, no one was aware that there was this was going to happen, right? So this is the first time you can actually um, see how you know voter reaction would be, um, and I think it's easier for PN to frame this narrative because really they have nothing to lose. Um, um, eh, if if they win the state seats, if they maintain um, their their hold on on the key states, great. But ultimately, I think for them. Um, and they're, they're looking to maximize their performance in the state election. They are bullish, right? And and, and they're looking for any means necessary to destabilize um, this unity government. And um, and I think, uh, uh, you know, um, state election results presents uh, Prekata National an opportunity to do just that.
2: So, if we look at the unity government side of the of this discourse around um, the referendum, what has been the response?
0: I think officially, you know, they've, the, the unity government has been quite strategic in the sense that, um, you know, they've consistently stated that Anwar Ibrahim's, you know, um, uh, legitimacy as prime minister has been tried and tested um, shortly after he took in power via the vote of confidence in parliament, the tabling of the budget, right? So they're saying that they're trying to disassociate, I think, the state elections as a referendum on the unity government um, from uh, the unity government itself, right? But uh, it's hard to decouple the both, I believe, because internally, um, you know, the unity government, um, based on, you know, sources and insiders that I've spoken to, uh, view this as obviously a referendum because this ultimately, especially for the Malay vote, um, you know, how they perform will be a barometer on whether you know, um, various actors such as AMNO can, you know, bring to the table what they promise, right? And obviously, if ideally, if you're looking at the situation of status quo, maintenance of three state seats in Pakatan, and perhaps some inroads in uh, pre-Kata National Health Areas, then that bodes well for the unity government. But obviously, um, if it's otherwise, then that might bring bring to light further questions um, of the viability of this alliance.
1: So between these two um, narratives, which do you think has been more persuasive?
0: I, I think obviously the the idea of a referendum has been very more, much more persuasive because I think it's it permeates easier and it's more organic, right? Um, if you put the paper um, one, you have a unity government that was cobbled up post elections. Voters did not have a say as to whether they agreed with this alliance. Supporters, uh, you know and critics alike. Now is the chance for voters to say whether or not they agree. And they've had a chance to assess this unity government for the past seven to eight months. Does it work? Or does it not? Um, here is a chance to let your voice be heard. So I think that is very conv- uh, very convincing. Uh, uh, that narrative is very organic. Um, the narrative of disassociating this because, um, you know, federal and state dynamics are slightly different is a bit more complicated, I think, whilst it does have its merits, not as it's not as sexy as um basically saying that, you know, this is a referendum on Anwar's government and Anwar's administration. Um that's much I think clearer and I think that's much easier to argue.
2: So, you know, have you been going down the ground going to the ground rather than what do you sense about the sentiment among voters?
0: I think um to Pakatan and I think Amno's credit, they've been um I think doing um, their utmost best to convince voters to accept, right? And especially, I think, in, 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 in crucial states like Selangor and Penang, to understand that this is an alliance that is the most, uh, uh, is it, the only choice they had, right? And, and I think, to their credit, um, they've aligned pretty well, you know, getting, um, you know, I, I think on a state level, getting personalities that um, up to a year ago were vastly opposed to one another to share, Chirama stage together is, is no is by no means an easy an easy feat. Um, the response I think has been probably mixed. I think in areas and I think some areas um, where perhaps voters were you know used to a dynamic of you know um, having a PH representative and AMNO representative in the past, it might be more palatable in areas where there is less institutional memory of what PH. Versus Amno was or is, it, it, uh, th- you know, th- there seems to be a bit more receptiveness. But that is um, a sense, I think, perhaps, and this is just based on observation. Obviously, you know, of of, of apathy, of um, uncertainty, right, of how it's going to swing um, uh, on a general on a general scale. Uh, I think voters, perhaps, uh, obviously, a lot of them have been canvassed and have been, you know, interviewed. By and large, you see a trend of people holding their cards close to their chests, similar to what we saw in the last general election.
2: So, what are the kind of logical conclusions of thinking this is a referendum? Now, if uh, we have a six to zero scenario, a PN wins all the uh, six states, it flips three, will the unity government fall? I mean, is there a basis for making that kind of logical conclusion?
0: On paper, no, right? Because ultimately, the results of a state election should have no bearing on the federal election because that's all done and dusted. Um, I think ultimately, if let's say that scenario you, you mentioned, uh, PN making a clean sweep, that would definitely, I think, be a psychological blow to, to Pakatan just because of the loss, potential loss of Selangor and Penang, right? And also in terms of um, the states and how you know uh, the the kinds of investment right? And what they mean for the country as well is symbolic, um, especially for Selangor, right? Um, But I think internally, if Prikatan makes a clean sweep, um, those nagging voices of doubt, those disconcerting uh, voices um, within the various parties and camps of Pakatan will grow louder, right? Um, You know, I I can imagine already, I mean, if you have that kind of results, what's going to stop um, supporters and leaders from within Amnu and from within Pakatan that are opposed to this relationship to to voice out their concern. It's like, because at the end of the day, what is the point of this alliance if you cannot deliver um, or even on a state level, right? Um, uh, bas- I mean, they will be infected because basically it's voters telling them that no, we don't like you guys. Um, what this means for ANWAR is, on paper, it shouldn't mean anything, but psychologically, yes, it does mean sending back a Signal to game and to his administration that all is not well right does will that result in in in, in um, you know destabilization on a federal level it will remain to be seen uh, but it will most certainly elicit conversations and pressures from within each parties right and 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 he'll need to find a way to address those pressures there's no way he's going to be able to just sweep the matter under the rug and say okay we perform badly but let's move on no um, However, I, I'm still. Uh, I mean, will, will this lead to perhaps pressures to for fresh elections on a federal level? Uh, I think it's still quite a tall order, right? Um, but it may elicit pressures to reconsider the alliance, right? Um, which is obviously a cyclical question because at the end of the day, you got to ask yourself: Haven't these guys at one point or another already partnered with each other in various forms and <laughs> since 2020? But uh, I'll, 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 but undoubtedly. It, That's still a valid question to be asked at the end of the day.
1: So speaking of um, federal elections, we have a comment uh, from MZ, who says, I believe the current state election will somewhat mirror what's going to happen in the next GE. Whatever quote unquote wave that the people are saying is going to get even stronger. And one wonders what sort of impact this will have on the non-Malays come the next GE. It's an uncomfortable thought. It's driving some of us to consider to call somewhere else home. Um, Is that something worth thinking about, that the state elections might prove to be an indicator of what might come next?
0: I mean, to be fair to this government, right, um, there are only seven or eight months into power, right? And then obviously, in terms of how you assess the performance, it's it's only um, right to be able to give them some space, right? Um, and, and ideally, that is the one term, right, five years. But ultimately, I think that there are definitely concerns that, that will be fleshed out should um, you know, the state elections. Uh, I mean, the, the, the question that, that, that was raised, the views and concerns, these are fair concerns, right? And, 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 and probably need to be addressed by the, you know, political leaders. Um, um, you know, whether or not um, uh, an, an election result will impact how the country is run in the next five years. Um, I mean, it's, uh, I, it's uh, probably too soon to say, but we'll have a better idea once, um, you know, uh, elections are done and dusted. And I think once we look at how the situation is, because there is, I mean, there there could be potential for um, some states to be more, I think, open-ended than others, right? Um, I would imagine also complications for some seats as well. So it's very dynamic. So, I mean, I, I mean, I, I would probably not comment until after the resumption, after the state elections are concluded.
2: Shazon, nevertheless, we're going to try and get you to comment on some things, including the question of AMNO. Now, AMNO's performance and Zayed Hamidi's leadership seem central to the stability of the unity government. I mean, what possible scenarios might emerge from a less than stellar performance by AMNO? <laughs> All
0: right, thanks, thanks, Shirad. Um Yeah, I mean, to your question, I think yeah, crucial to this is obviously AMNO. What AMNO is pitching, right? The idea of Pakatan aligning with Amno is the the premise that pakatan can only um, you know garner support from a limited you know support uh, support base and amno is there to complement um if you know uh, Zaid Hamidi's leadership is definitely central because he's the main champion and I would say the in the in the early days the person holding the amno fought together undoubtedly I think since the, the, the various months um, since November, uh, you have got more champions on board just because, um, you know, obviously, AMNO has more leaders in government positions, more interests, more things to lose, right? Um, so, AMNO has sort of like sealed itself with its alliance with Pakatan by design uh, for now. Um, what possible stars might emerge from a less than stellar performance by AMNO? Um, there will be. Anwar, I think the Anwar at some level will have to showcase that he's doing something to address that, right? So if you have Amno not performing as well as should be, might be time for a cabinet reshuffle on a federal level. One way to assuage those concerns from the different parties occupying the unity government is to then proportionately um, reconfigure the cabinet to to, to sort of reflect um, the latest developments. So maybe Amno gets less seats, maybe DAP gets more seats, right? might even bring in more partners. Um, another way to do that would be, um, you know, at, at some point, if there are, you know, it's, it's an open secret that know is, uh, that, that UMNO also has been, sort of, there are conversations being being had with uh, not only Zahid Hamidi, but also uh, closing up to Mama Hassan, Tokmat. Mat, um, you know, if, for instance, you know, Zahid and the various legal issues that plague him, credibility issues come into play, I believe, um, Anwar or Pakatan will have a fail-safe in order to ensure that the relationship with Amno remains intact, if not for the next, for this uh, immediate um, five-year term. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, and I think the worst case scenario that everyone is asking is that, does this mean that, you know, that you'll have to see another elections? Will there be a reconfiguration of um, the partners that make up this unity government? Um, I think it's going to be hard for Anwar to decouple Amno from the unity government just because without Amno it's not as stable. you still need that support right And you still need that validation in terms of the party that purports to have the Malay support. Um, I don't think having a fresh federal elections or snap elections is going to happen just because very onerous and you know it, and, and explicitly stated you know um, when, when they form government by the king that you gotta make this work with what you have, right? So, I mean, I think those are the likely scenarios. Your best case, I mean, your best case out of a worst case scenario is probably um, recalibration on a federal level to reflect the performance on the state level. Your worst case of a worst case scenario is, um, you know, uh, reconsidering Amno as an ally. And I think that's not really a luxury that ANO has at this point.
1: Shazwan, we have just about a minute left. Um, we are in the thick of campaigning. How do you think things are going for the smaller players, uh, Muda, PSM, and so on?
0: I, I think you know Muda attacking on PSM. I mean, PSM has always been consistent with the kind of local issues that, and they're always been strategic because they, they they pick their seats right and and the issues that kind of resonate there are, um, and I think they've sort of like um, solidified their position as a third force. Muda has tried to, I think, by and large, wade in on some issues on specific state constituencies. But I fear that that's being dwarfed by, um, you know, political perception of Muda strategy, right? Um, People have called Muda out for only contesting in ph control seats, surprisingly not contesting in PN seats, not, not criticizing PN, only criticizing PH. So there is a stigma there that has stuck with Muda, and I think there have been also some statements that have been made by some Muda leaders on some specific state-level issues that probably was done without proper research. Um, that's also impacted the credibility of the party. And I think there are growing calls for for Muda to sort of move away from the shadow of sex Zadek, right? So, And that's proving to be a challenge, obviously. So it's a gambit for Muda. I'm not sure how it'll play out, but you know, good on them for putting their hat in the ring. Um... I don't know. <laughs> but but let's see how let's see how they perform.
1: Shazwan, thanks for speaking with us today. Thank you. That was Shazwan Mustafa Kamal, Associate Director at Vriens and Partners, weighing in on this question of whether voting in the state elections is in fact an indication of who people want in Putrajaya. Uh, let us know. Do you see your vote as a sign of approval or disapproval for Anwar's government? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred. send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018 789 tweet us at BFM Radio.
3: Behind famous men.
1: BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It is 5.39. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila and Sharad. And we've been talking about the state elections and whether how people vote might in fact be driven by who they want to see in the federal government. So we've been asking you, do you see your vote as a sign of approval or disapproval for Anwar's government? You can call 777 send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899 tweet us at BFM Radio We do have a voice note that's come in Let's, uh, This is Muddy.
3: Good evening BFM Uh, Whether the state election now is uh, going to be a referendum on uh, PMX, um, my view is that I don't think so. Constitutionally, it's a different thing. We had the parliamentary constituents and the election, general election, that elected the representative to the parliament and the government. State election is for the state assembly. So these two are different. And what uh, we have, the government that has the majority in the parliament, runs a uh, period for five years. And that should go on and will go on, I, I believe. But the state election, where it could affect is the perception of the people of what the government is doing and. More important, the relationship between the federal government and the state government. That will be affected if they are of different parties, uh, how development funds uh, go, how um, the states operate. And, And within the system, you find that our federal system is actually a very centralized system and uh, the state has only powers in 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 terms of uh, land matters uh, local council a little bit on health and so and they don't have that much funds so is the central government is still powerful when it comes to overall policies for the government for the people this is my view
1: Madi, thank you for your uh, voice note. I do think that your point about um, some of this comes down to there not being enough awareness or or even um, interest in figuring out um, what a local vote means versus what a federal vote means? Yeah, so you know, I think
2: it was a long trajectory uh, of early independence where we had literally one dominant coalition and they ruled at federal, state, and then, you know, once they removed the local government, well, the councillors were also that. So it was very easy, I think, that point to be confused. But then from 2008, we have had real changes because Klantan also changed At some point. Um, And so maybe, you know, all of us are on that uh, long road to understanding the subtle differences, especially because one day you could be voting in a government at the state level that in fact is aligned to the federal level. And then two years later, it changes.
1: And that government suddenly is in opposition. So we have two messages, um, almost contrasting with each other. So firstly, Robert, very clear, says, no way, it's about local and state issues. I think, Robert, you're absolutely
2: right. I mean, you know, in the sense that somebody like Wong Chin Huat uh, recently in a seminar I attended, you know, talk about talked about the the importance of seeing that who you choose for your state government is going to impact your local government, your councillors, how your cities are run. And this is particularly true of the Klang Valley. We have a lot of cities and the our ability to uh, get the right people there is dependent on who's in the state government, right? So, in fact, that's a more direct relationship. Though, in many ways, um, the propaganda spin over the last couple of weeks really does uh, put our
1: focus on the federal government? Well, that said, though, um, an anonymous listener says, when I was a first-time voter, my father advised me that I should vote for who I think should be the federal government to make policies and to vote for the opposition for state aduns as a check on the ruling government. I can understand my father's viewpoint, rightly or otherwise. I also think it's like not putting one's eggs all in the same basket. So I agree um, that what Parikatan's claim is about the state state elections outcome is definitely a psychological tactic for voters who are fence sitters and those who have an axe to grind with ph it's strange and terribly sad that so many people have forgotten about the sheraton move betrayal of the right and most of these noisemakers were politicians who held office but also didn't show much or uh, fast enough solutions if as voters we don't keep a clear head and get caught up in these hyped up emotions that these politicians are stirring up malaysia would be in deep trouble yeah, there's a lot there. Mm. Shamla, I mean, what's your sense of That's uh, an interesting. Again, see, I don't have that op- uh, option of voting uh, two state, votes, right? right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But I find the um the notion of thinking of your state representative as a check and balance against who's in power in government very interesting and perhaps quite a tactical way to vote.
2: Right. So that would uh, I mean, who you vote the state government uh, is only going to impact um, the state assembly, right? Yes. It's not, in fact, a check on the fe- on federal power. But you know, remember the old days, or the- this was played by Penangites. They chose Barisan National at the state level, but at federal level for parliamentary seats, mm. they yes. sent uh, the essentially the DAP, right, into uh, opposition at the parliamentary level to be a check and balance, uh, a check on rather on the federal government in power. So sometimes, I mean, I think Malaysian voters are actually much more sophisticated than we give them credit for. I mean, Trunganu voters have changed their, uh, their, uh, their government several times. Uh, Kadah uh, voters have changed government mm. as well several times. Uh, so, uh, yeah,
1: yeah, we are in fact more sophisticated than uh, we sometimes give ourselves credit for. We have, just to close off, at least on this side of things, TIDJ saying, while I understand the technicalities that the state and federal elections are different and should not affect one another, the reality is that that life is so multidimensional that the results of the state election may actually act as a referendum. The current federal government has had its fair share of criticism, especially from Pakatan Harapan supporters. And some may see this as an opportunity to remind the current leadership that they need to buck up. Now, I see some... I do see the uh, point DJ is making. Uh, While the current government hasn't been in power very long at all, and I I do think it's fair that a little more time needs to be um, given before we can fairly assess their efficacy, um, I think that at least as a reminder that, um, well, you are in your position because voters put you there, um, is always important
2: yeah i think a lot of people in slango uh, voters the people who supported ph are saying they feel they've been taken uh, mm. for granted at least uh, the middle classes i think that's true i mean i think the state government's done quite a you know good job in terms of looking after the b40 uh the question is whether there'll be soul searching when the results come out from all these governments you know especially in penang and slango that kind of led uh ph and showed the way to what ph can do uh
1: have they become complacent? Will they change their ways? Well, send your thoughts through. Do you see your vote uh, in the state elections as a sign of approval or disapproval for ANWA's government? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred. send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899, tweet us at BFM Radio.
0: You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the VFM app.